Ladies and gentlemen, nerds, nerdettes, blurticorns, and blurs alike, welcome to the Blurticorn Speaks podcast. And here are your hosts, Angie and Montel. And we're back. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, homie. What's going on? How you doing? I'm well. I know. She sounds so serious when she says I'm well until she starts giggling. And it's like, yeah, we know she was there. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's your boy, Montel. And it's your beautiful Black Bibliophile, Miss Angie, the foodie. Welcome to another episode of the Blurticorn Speaks podcast, episode 46. We are getting closer to 50, homie. I just... Yeah. What a journey, yo! We almost at fifty episodes. You mean people actually wanted to hear us speak? <laughs> this is so surprising. Same like three or four niggas, but we good. <laughs> <laughs> they listen to us over and over, over, and, over. and over. I like, just wow. let it play when I'm in the car. You know, <laughs> I we went, I went on Anchor, and I realized we are now over a thousand and fifty listens on our oh, podcast. God. I don't. I try not to look at that stuff, but um, I look at it because. I'm nosy and I just want to look at the metrics who listen to us from other countries and stuff, but yeah. we are back. Thank you guys for joining us. We got us an amazing, amazing guest. Yes. I'm going to let Angie introduce because this, this is a home deal. Yeah. So the bestest, like, in my opinion, bestest woman on earth. I don't have a big sister. I'm the elder daughter in my family. And so this woman has been like, not like, like is my big sister in this helped me out along the way a whole lot ever since I first met her when she introduced herself to me and said hi my name is Queena I thought she said Tina and I drank (laughs) 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 oh that's awful (laughs) hey everybody got a sea story so ladies and gentlemen boys and girls blurds of all ages I love it. I love it. My bestie, not so quiet, quiet storm. And hey, you know, she's an up and coming podcaster as well. So, you know, as soon as she gets it off the ground, I'll let you guys know. You can go give her a listen. Please. How you doing, Sugar? Hey, Sugar. I am doing really good. I'm doing a lot better. Had a few life hiccups come my way, but hey, I'm here and I'm still standing. Yes, so I am looking forward to starting my podcast. I have a lot to say. Yes. Um, thank, thank you so much for lot. joining us. I'm really hyped for this because you. <laughs> I met you a couple years back and you actually warmed my heart. You were really friendly to me when I first met you. I was like, oh, she likes me. So yay, that means <laughs> I'm alive. So that means something. So <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I mean, I've always had like a passion for like good foods. I've always been a foodie. But this is the woman who told me, Ooh, it unites everybody. It makes everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> it does. People she was my LPO. That's she true. was my LPO on the ship. And when we would pull when we would pull out to go out to sea, she would bring everybody individualized breakfast sandwiches that she made herself. Like if somebody didn't eat meat or pork or, or cheese or whatever, everybody got. She bought, not go out and buy. This woman would cook uh, everyone. It would still be warm when she would pass them out. Wow. That morning, everybody would get their own breakfast sandwich. 
cater yeah. to how they like or allergies or whatever. No. Good. Apparently, I was on the wrong command because I'd have probably been, <laughs> I'd have been good in the morning. Go to quarters with like, was like hair just chomping away. Keep <laughs> come back from officers call. Where the hell them sandwiches come from? We're not gonna reveal our sources. Just give us EMI. We're just gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. She made me a blue velvet cake for my birthday one time too, and she wasn't even on the ship with us anymore. <laughs> oh, look at you, girl. I'm scared of you. So good. Oh, anyway. goodness. Yeah. Food so, makes the soul feel good, huh? Yes, it does. So you're yes, an upcoming podcaster. So so um have you started? Excuse me, have you started it yet? Or you have an idea what the concept is? Um, no, I have not started it yet. But the concept for me is just gonna be able to speak on everything, mm. any and everything. And you know, I don't want it to be limited to just women because when women hear women speak, they're thinking, oh, she's just going to talk about another woman's problem or another woman's issue. Mm-hmm. It won't be just women's issues. It's going to be a collab of everybody's issues and just life in general, what gets thrown at you, period, and how you handle it. Okay. I like that. Yeah. This woman can ask some deep questions. <laughs> Now that makes me scared for the subject. <laughs> it's like, how far does that well go? Have you been to China? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's good knowledge to always have, you know, to understand both sides of the coin. Mm. Yes. I mean, I'm a true. woman. I can't speak from a male perspective. So it's just like, and what's the of, best a, way to find out something is to go directly to the source and true no it's not so quiet storm does it a lot she'd be kicking the door in and don't take no for answer Mm-mm, that ain't what i asked you <laughs> i can see that let's too. go back nah. to my original let's question not around this question <laughs> nah i not what i asked you was, sir see that'd be the price is right episode i would or the um or the jeopardy episode i would watch because you just see the host get all aggressive <laughs> that what i said is that what i asked you no we're taking a thousand dollars because you're stupid. I'm I'm negative five hundred. Good. Now you broke, bro. Next question. Oh my god, that makes me think of something. We got to move on. <laughs> okay. So thank you guys, Miss Queen. Thank you so much for being our guest. We're gonna have us a blast because I always like it when we have a third voice on here because that's always another perspective on everything that we talk about that makes it together. Of course. We talk about geek and nerd stuff and what the topic is today. It's going to be amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, so we're going to go into our speak out. And of course, the ladies always go first because this is that kind of show. Yes. And so. as, finally, I love when we have a guest because I don't have to fucking go first. So. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that some shit? <laughs> She's like, I'm putting you out there on the ledge this time. It's we your always time. let our guests go first. So. That's true. Um, that's a okay. <laughs> shout out someone that you want to give accolades to or just acknowledge in any way shape or form no matter how small or how great so we always start our episode off with um paying homage to someone something so, somebody speak it out girl thank you thank you i would gladly go first so my shout out is to well yeah to and about my cousin i have a pretty I have some pretty talented people in my family. And so this particular cousin, she does hair. She's a hairstylist. Pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. So 
she's ex- she's extended her brand now to fitness. So not only does she want you to look good on the outside, she wants you to feel good on the inside and look good on the outside, not just your face, not just your hair, but everything, your body, your everything. Feel good mm-hmm. all the way around 360. So she has her um, her business doing hair. Nice. And she's also extended it to the experience called the Wanda B Experience Fitness Line. So she now has a fitness line. She has water bottles that are shaped like weights. So you fill them with water and however much water fits <laughs> in there. That's how much weight you can, you know, do curls while you're sitting at your desk drinking your water. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's that awesome. is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So she is on Facebook at the Wanda B Experience wandabee.com is she on instagram she is on instagram at no we instagram the wandabee experience on instagram is the underscore wandabee underscore experience and she also has twitter facebook she's got it all the wandabee experience I like that. I like, that. I just like the, I like the name, the Wanda B experience. That sounds like a name you want to announce. That's what you yes. want to announce. I like that. You're going to have to send me a link. I can't find her. Yeah. Yes. She's having a hard time. Styles finding the by, or, yeah. Styles by Wanda B. Okay. That populated for you. You know, on these damn nails. so yep she does hair she's into fitness now she's extended her brand she has body creams she has it all fat burner creams is it this wanda simply beautiful oh probably not i'll find it later (laughs) that's that's actually awesome though definitely would check might try to find her okay yeah. All right, so Miss Angie, so who's your speak out for this episode? Oh, okay, so right, my speak out this week is going to my Marvel Strike Force Alliance, dun, the dun, Cosmic dun. Annihilators. Let me tell you about these motherfuckers cannot get along to save their lives. <laughs> 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 these two, Donnie and I think Commander just like go at each other's throats every week get up to this long conversation of the two of them going back and forth and um i just want to say i'm the only woman by the way i just want to say boy stop it make this a private conversation you're not entertaining anybody no one's commenting on it and uh, the only reason why i didn't comment is because i didn't want to give more life to this mess that, that these two got going on between them. But um, right. yeah, I wanted to say, to give a shout out to my Marvel Strike Force um, Alliance, the Cosmic Annihilators. And I also want to say a hello to my new alliance in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. I can't remember their name, but- Frankie hey, and JoJo. <laughs> I think it's the, the Re- it's Rebel Soul. Rebel Soul, they're welcoming in, even though I got this little um, collection power and I logged in to the um, to the raid the other day and I got a whole, a whopping 8,000 points. Wow. <laughs> like thousands of millions. 
It's like, oh, yeah, 8,000. The, like, <laughs> the top person easily had like close to a billion. And then the next person was like at 44, 45 million or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get 8,000. And then you got like, you know, in the team, in the 20s, in the teens. We working. Somebody up. had like 2 million and me, 8,000. <laughs> we working up. We getting up there high. <laughs> Hey. I'm getting there, so you know. Hey, y'all. Hey, <laughs> good alliance will make your experience, will make your gaming experience a whole lot better. Especially since you know I got me some um, Treya shards, and I'm happy about that. Okay. All right. That's awesome. That that is my speak out. All right. Mine is going to be a double feature, and you guys know I'm pretty quick with what I'm what I say on this, and depending on time and everything like that, but. You guys know I do the Blurred Corn combos twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I like to highlight the people that um, that I do. So my I had one guest on Tuesday. Her name is Portia. Portia uh, goes on, on Instagram. She's known as Melanated Magical Girl underscore. And this young lady is as blurty as they come. But I found out, bless her heart, she has never attended a convention. Never never been to one she's been a blurt all her life she didn't even know they existed and we educated her uh she's a graduate of odu and it was so much fun to see someone who genuinely wants to go to a con and she has her own business she is uh she creates a uh black girl magic apparel so i love the stuff that she does i told her i'm gonna order a shirt because i'm gonna sport it on one of the combos one day so i can support her she's an absolute sweetheart the other one is a young, um, actually a friend of mine that I had on tonight. Uh, her name is Deslin. Deslin is a native of Hawaii. She is on the island of Kauai, and we had our combo tonight on Instagram. She is healing with Aloha. She is a grief counselor. She is a um, uh, a, a survivor of various types of abuse and things like that. So she is she is good with meeting with people and helping them with getting over grief and how to deal with depression and things like that. And we need enough, we need plenty of safe spaces and positive spaces like that, that like she's offering. So I definitely give a shout out to those, those ladies go follow them on Instagram, melanated magical girl underscore and healing with Aloha. So definitely check them out and just show support for people who are creating safe and positive spaces for all blurs around the world and people of color and things like that. All right. That was my speak out. Sorry. It wasn't as exciting as y'all's. I'm just saying, <laughs> but uh, now we're going to move on to the download. Yes. We get to the download. So, you know, this is why I take a step back again because ladies have to go first. So what you got there? So, so, so yeah. So we already know who's going first, right? Right. Okay. That's you. That's a quiet storm. <laughs> Um, well, I thought the download was just you guys. What's the download about? What was my download? Ah. The download is about if you have a game. I thought I sent you a text. Oh, my games. That's my download. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, don't always, sometimes the format is not always (laughs) crystal clear. (laughs) Sorry, we failed. I'm sorry. Okay. Do me a loop. Okay. Okay. So, the games for me, um, I don't know. I just pick games and play them and then take them off. But <laughs> recently, I have only been playing Sudoku. Sudoku? Sudoku. Uh, Sudoku. 
Sudoku. But that's just, you know, Doku. it helps to relax me. Yeah. I don't know why those numbers relax me, but it just relaxes me. Are you a numbers person? It helps person? me relax. Are yeah. you a numbers person? I am. That's why. Maybe all over the place. That's I why. Yeah, I love it. It relaxes me. It takes my mind off. I don't think about nothing else. I just sit there and think about those numbers. I like that. I don't hear too many people talk about Sudoku very often. You know, you're mm-hmm. the first one in a while. And I like that it relaxes you because it, it allows you to focus on something else. Right. And lets the wheels stop turning about life. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Because you get to focus on the numbers for what, why you're doing the puzzles. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you do it electronically or do you do it in the books? Um, I do it on my phone. Okay. I'm writing this all down because yeah. you know I like stuff like that where I or I just get mad and just throw it. Right. <laughs> I don't even care about that. Yep. Okay. Yep. And work connect. I play work connect usually probably once a week. Work connect. Okay. Mm-hmm. Work. I've heard of that game. Isn't it um um where you're challenging other people to play? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you can play other people too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had one they called it Scrabble. Mm. Yeah, I know <laughs> that you never. Don't start with me. Game. Okay, let me have my moment. <laughs> I'm not playing Angie ever again because Angie is. You never played. You never accepted any of my challenges. I thought I did. No, hon. Okay, well, being that mm-hmm. she's a bibliophile, I will concede early and give her the victory forever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I already fun. know. This lady eats books. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. That's no fun. That, that's no fun. Mm-hmm. Wait till I teach you dual links. Oh, that's going to be a blast. So I can do dual links, but you can't challenge me in Scrabble? Because I know you're, you with words. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You never mm-hmm. know. Mm-mm. You never know. I never know if I'm gonna lose. I would tell my kids. <laughs> I, never I never know, know if I'm gonna win. I tell you what, that okay. Tell you what. Promise not to use medical terms. That used to always. Ain't that's a really we put restrictions to, on yeah, it. You could put some high numbers up with the medical terms. Bailey would always say, oh, "That's cheating." <laughs> <laughs> Queen, of, Queen of see my point, right? He's like, mm-hmm, yeah, yes, nah, I do absolutely. I think I hit yep. a hard with myopia one time. <laughs> Myopia, really? <laughs> yeah, she tried to get me with shark. Mm. Not shard. Shark. He's like, you shit and you fart, you shark. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? That's not a word. To you. <laughs> I admit, mm. I. I admit the, the I like the genius in that though. <laughs> it's in the Urban Dictionary, but it is not in Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> That's because dictionary. white people don't make up good words. <laughs> hey, it's a bunch of shit in there now. Bootylicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Is that your uh, is that your download? Mm, that is my download. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. No cap. That's in the, no in the Urban Dictionary too. No cap. <laughs> I hate that term. I really hate that term. Can you say no cap? But yeah. speaking of Urban Dictionary, I was watching one of my YouTube, uh, watching one of my YouTubers about um, 
that I watched that plays Marvel Strike Force. And, you know, the company Scopely now owns, mm-hmm. they bought out FoxNet, so now it's owned by Scopely. And Scopely is actually a term in uh, the Urban Dictionary for when someone makes a mistake, puts out information without proofreading it. Get People of Scopely. Are you serious? That's a thing? It's, according to them, I didn't fact check. I can in a second, oh but yeah, I didn't fact check. So Yo, I thought are, that was hilarious. Are we genuinely that hurting for words? <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> hey, when a term is appropriate, it's appropriate. I'm just saying. <laughs> you ain't never lied about that there. Yeah. When a term is appropriate, it's appropriate. So uh, I know I promised y'all a full download for this week. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just do the best you can, okay? Just do the best you can with what you got. I don't know. I'm just... I don't know. I don't know what to say about my games. There's really um I didn't I wasn't able to get the last legendary, um, the Toro, the last, the third member of the Chinese New Year team. Mm -hmm. So um I didn't get him. I didn't really push hard to get him because I was like, I just didn't feel like being on. I just didn't feel like being (laughs) that that's fair. That is fair. Because I was like, yeah. But a new a new battle pass came out today. And I know I'm no I shared with you guys that Hugo is my favorite character. And Hugo is the unlock for um this new battle pass. So I actually bought the battle pass so I can get hopefully I can grind and get Hugo. I just gotta get back in that grind mode because you know, since I've I haven't really been grinding since the last battle pass. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, Hugo, you mean Hugo why. Strange? No, Hugo, and I will love him and pet him. And oh, okay, okay. Him and squeeze him. <laughs> Sorry, my brain went Hugo, straight to comic books. The abominable snowman. Yeah, from Bugs Bunny. So, hopefully, you know, I'll be able to report sometime before the end of March. That I was able to unlock one of my favorite characters. Um, back to um, Marvel Strike Force. I got three of the four characters that I was gunning after. So mm-hmm. I was able to get Black Bolt. I think I told you all about that last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Bishop, Iceman, and, but I did not get Jubilee. Because so, I had to decide. You know, I was like, God, you know shit. I'm on a fixed income, honey. I can't be paying to play. So I had to decide, are you going to grind for Bishop or are you going to grind for Jubilee? And I'm like, mm. Bishop? Yeah. He's free on the as soon as you said uh, Bishop, yeah. I already knew. I already knew. <laughs> so I already got, I, I haven't worked up Iceman yet. I've already worked up Bishop. And I think I got I got Bishop up to gear tier 10. I um, don't know what level he's on, and I'm trying to get Black Bolt. I just, the, you know, the higher you get in any game, the more materials that you need to mm-hmm. to level your characters up. And since I had only been doing like the bare minimum, because there really wasn't a character that I wanted, um, I don't have those training mats. Well, and when I got Shuri, um, 
I spent a lot of my stockpile of materials. I think I have her at gear to like 11 or 12. Her and Hella are like my only two mm. that I have at like gear tier 12. I think so. You know, because I played them other than my symbiotes. Outside of my symbiotes, I played them the most. I haven't played Black Bolt yet. I haven't played, I think I played Bishop one time and I didn't really pay attention because, you know, one of the children wanted something. So I had to auto the damn game and go see what the hell they wanted. Mm-hmm. They don't ever want shit till I look like I'm sleepy. I sit down to eat. <laughs> I sit down. Or I'm tired. Um, I think I got back into raid because I, you know, they got me working full time this week, y'all, and I'm in training. Oh, so Ray's keeping you from losing your mind. Ain't it? Oh. Ooh, Ray is keeping me from falling out of this chair and busting my head through this glass table. <laughs> 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 I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, but my my current supervisor, which I found out today won't be my supervisor anymore. My current supervisor, everything that I'm learning in this class, she sat me down and taught me in like 30 minutes. So, oh, wow. So it's a bunch of <laughs> like, imagine somebody teaching you how to do something in 30 minutes and they dragging it out over five days. Well, actually three days. So the next two days I'll be training on one. If you're dragging it past 30 minutes, you're dragging it too long. Yeah. Well, I they're specializing me to one concept. So instead of um, taking calls or servicing all of our brands, I'll only be servicing one brand after Saturday. So which that sounds like when I worked at the um, at uh, IQVIA, where they had us working for the pharmaceutical company AbbVie. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I I hated that job. Listen, I hated uh, that job. The the concept that they're assigning me to are my worst calls. Like I be wanting to jump through the phone and choke choke the shit out. Of me. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have. But I can't do it. This trainer's <laughs> like, use your inside voice, and when somebody says something to you ridiculous, and you're using your inside voice, saying, "Well, duh." <laughs> With, with this oh. call, I say, well, duh, a lot. And I say, well, F you a lot, too. Anyways. Oh, gosh. Um, so I got back into raid, <laughs> and I was able to knock out some missions in my main account. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Game of Thrones, I just log in and collect my shit. Give me my shit. <laughs> <laughs> my catchphrase has just been imp- applied through life. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Between you and logging. <laughs> thanks to you and Jaeger, that is now a catchphrase that I use. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars. So I told you about my new alliance in Star Wars. I'm so happy with this alliance. Um, all I got to do is do what I'm supposed to do, do everything I've been doing every day. And I've been getting some amazing gifts. You know, for the first time, I got over 2 million credits. I can go to the store and buy some shit with all of my mm. booty and ain't got to worry about, hmm. So I want to get this character shards. I don't want to get the other character shards. No, I'm in that spinning like I got my tax refund. I want this shard. Those shards. <laughs> Here's your check. Go to Ikea. All right, facts. <laughs> I'm loving this new alliance. I'm trying to get my um, my Darth Vader up to relic level. So mm. I don't think it's going to happen. It's, it's kind of disappointing because I have a bunch of characters. I have a bunch of good characters. Mm. And I thought they were strong. Until I got in this alliance. <laughs> and they be knocking niggas out and I'd be like. <laughs> it's like, nah. Nothing. It's like, 
That's my not even a thing, like, bro. Did y'all feel that weird? Yeah, that was me. It's like, that's not even a thing, bro. Nah. Nah. Dude, I got to do better. Hopefully I'll be able to come back, you know, next weekend. Say, yeah, I got somebody to relic. All right, no, I'm still trying to collect. I think it's like eight different things. And you got to have 50 mm. pieces for each thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my download. Okay. All right. Well, my download is pretty simple. Um, I have not played Diablo 3 since we, um, since I streamed a couple of days ago. And since then, and even in between that time, since our, since our last episode, I got raided again. I got raided again. This was, and as a matter of fact, I don't think you, no, you weren't able to get on this one for this one, for this stream, were you, Angie? If you rated after we recorded the other night, I went straight to bed. Yeah. Okay. So I did. I did go. I did go stream, and I think I was in it about an hour and a half. And I gotta find that video, and I got rated for thirty-five people. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro. Now, anyone knows anyone who doesn't understand. And if you're on Twitch and you're streaming, you are trying to get to the highest level, which is partner. And that's when you can get the sponsorships and get all these little cool, neat, wonderful things that go with it. But you have to hit affiliate. When you reach affiliate, which is the next level from being just a bottom line streamer, you have to satisfy three requirements. You have to stream for a certain number of hours, certain number of days, and you have to have a certain average number of people uh, watching you at any particular time. So two of the three I've I've satisfied. The third one is... 75 people watching you average. And I said, I don't know 75 people average watching me. What the <laughs> hell? No one likes me. I don't have free food. What the fuck? So I will sit there and I will get on and I will grind and I make it a safe space. I'm, I'm always going to make my stream a safe space. So what I didn't realize is that friends of mine who are following me and checking out my stream, they're telling their friends. So I have people from overseas who are popping up. I had someone from Spain pop up in this one. I had someone from the UK pop up in this one. I had someone from the Netherlands. I said, wow, I am now officially worldwide. Did not see that coming. This is really cool. So that was actually pretty, pretty decent. Um, but I've been playing Diablo 3 and I'm learning something new every day. And I told Angie the other day, I'm excited for the Diablo 2 remaster because Diablo 2 is what got me into playing Diablo. It is one of the most fun dungeon crawlers out there. And with the new one, Diablo 4, they actually added new classes. And these are some of the craziest looking things I've ever seen. They've, uh, they've added the rogue fight, uh, rogue character into it. So this is a joker that can do everything. Just, just think of the dirtiest, most grimiest pirate out there who has the skills of a ninja. That's the rogue. I'm like, oh. A ninja pirate. Yeah, I'm like, bitch. Okay, let's go. Just, just, just. <laughs> It's like, ah, we're going to be cutting you up by the storm, my friend. Arr, okay, no, don't talk. If you're just going to kill me, kill me. Um, kill me. Now, I was going to do Roller Coaster Tycoon. <sighs> that didn't work out well at all. I got the game, downloaded it. I was excited. I said, I want to create games where people will throw up and then the staff can clean it up and it's going to be great. And the game said, no, I don't want to work. Wait, what? I, it didn't. It froze. As soon as I installed it, it froze. So I was mad, upset with that. 
So now I'm going to be going into another game, which is similar to Diablo called Torchlight, which I played before on my Xbox and it's excellent. It's really, really fun. We talked about Torchlight. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to play Torchlight too. I got that the other day. So I'm, I'm already, I'm going to set with the games and stuff. Duel Links. I'm so sick of these motherfuckers. I'm so sick of these pansy ads. Daddy, give me money so I can buy virtual cards. Beaten by children. <laughs> children are not gonna be up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> in other countries. In other, you know, after school, their time. Those yes. those those dudes yes. are superhuman. They are superhuman over there. I realize anybody <laughs> from China, Japan, or Korea, I'm going to get my ass beat up. I've beaten on a few, and they've beaten on me. It's perfectly fine. So I and, and, and Angie will, and, and, and Quinn, the one thing that Angie will tell you, there are two things I can't stand. <laughs> Trashy players who do overkills <laughs> or people who rage quit. I will be pissed the fuck off. Because Angie, I've told anyone doesn't know what it means. You rage quit. Somebody's yeah. put you in such a corner. You're like, fuck <laughs> you. I don't want to do this more. I and you never heard of that damn term until he told me somebody <laughs> yes. on him right before he won the game. I was, no lie. And it happened again, Angie. I was playing my Gravekeeper's deck. And this guy was playing Blue Eyes White Dragon, which we already know. That fucking deck can just, it can be run over <laughs> in the street by. I got a blue eye white dragon. What's it called again? Blue, blue eyes white dragon. Yeah, I got one of those. Yeah, but you don't have that deck, thank God. I don't have the whole deck. I know. I do. I, I don't know. I, no, you don't have the whole, trust me, if you had the whole deck, and uh, I wouldn't be able to do anything with you. It'd be a rivalry forever. <laughs> but, hey, Montel. Yeah. You want to play? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> but I digress. I can so, have the deck and you can play me. I don't know what the fuck. But see, I, I'm not going to be. See, when you start learning to play, I'm not like that. I'm not one of these people who has to win. I want you to play because it's a fun game and I want you to enjoy the game itself. Right. Probably assholes out there, fine. They're going to be basement virgins all their life. I don't give a damn, but it's the people that genuinely like to play. And if I get my butt kicked, fine. I'm down with that. I'll, I will take a hell. But you know what? If it's a fun game and I take a L, Dude, you getting the like, and I'm a, I'm saving you and saving the match. You my friend. All these other dudes, like, bruh. So I'm lined up to beat this guy. I'm about to hit him for. You have to they take out their life points. So I'm ready to hit him for four thousand life points. That joker starts spinning, and all of a sudden it says, "You win." Wait, what? Connect. Uh, uh, game disconnected. Bitch, you mean you couldn't take this to the face? Just like a man, your glory, bro. And he had me on the ropes for real. He, he, I got the card I needed, and I was like, All right, so I'm on the Chicago Bulls, I'm playing with Scottie Pippen and, 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 and Michael Jordan, and I got my shoes. Sorry, the game is we're concluding the game due to weather. We're inside the fucking dome. Why are we concluding the game? That's how it felt. I was ready to go, and they said, no, we're going to stop the game. Oh, my gosh. Some things. Uh, I know I'm a child at times, but damn, I'm just, I'm just saying. If I'm going to get my ass beat, I'm going to get my ass kicked. But just take the L, man. But, mm-hmm. but that's what means be older. So that is my download. So And on exciting. And on exciting he said end. he was going to be shorter than me. 
I tried. Oh, yeah. Let's try this time. Yeah, I got a little bit of time in there. I'm sorry. Normally it's me and my she's taking too long. Come on, Grasshopper. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> the other night we recorded myself was putting the time in the damn chat. <laughs> but you know what? You made me proud though, because we did that. We, we did it. We only went three minutes over the allotted time. That was it. And that was saying it. our goodbyes. It was like bye bye click. We did it. Yes, I'm so proud of you, baby. I haven't listened to the episode yet, though. So, well, you will get a kick out of it. I haven't had to drive anywhere. All right, so we are going into our saga, and if you're not, the saga is our particular passions on something. We just talk about the updates. So, Miss Queena, what are you passionate about, and what's your update, girl? Oh, I am. I guess that's. I don't know. I'm passionate about people. <laughs> okay. um, and an update. And so my thing is, I'm one of those people who will absorb somebody else's pain or their, if they're happy, I'm happy. If they're sad, then I'm sad. I'm one of those people that are absorbing everybody else's whatever they got going on. So I get so drained mm-hmm. um, after baby. being around groups of so many people. Mm-hmm. And it takes me days to recoup. But I think my passion is really people. And my update is um, I have a great circle of people around me who understand me and understand when I need that time and when I don't need the time. And they come in and bombard and be like, nope, you know, I get in this quiet time to sit and soak in the dark or wherever, whatever it is that I transgress to. Um so nice. that for me is I'm grateful that I have that. I have that circle of friends to understand me and accept me for me. That's awesome. That village I be talking about y'all. That's <laughs> wow. And we bring wine. <laughs> oh yeah. They come bearing wine. <laughs> Thou shalt wine. And food yep, will we show will. up. Yes. Food. Thou shalt wine. <laughs> food. food will show up. <laughs> Get away from my door. I want to be by myself. I bought wine. Yep. You hear a lot. Come on, done. Hello, hello, hello. Come on in, my friend. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. That is yes. so amazing. Okay. People, people, food, friends, wine. I love it. Yes. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. So my saga. Um, I still all of the I still haven't put a kit together because. Um, and I won't this weekend because I have to work on Saturday because of this stupid training. And wow. also, um, this is finals week, and so y'all know how I, y'all know how I roll. Saturday, I'm gonna be doing my project. Mm-hmm. And I ain't fooling with you. Coming <laughs> in, um, because it's the last day of the semester. Um, so there are still still a couple of kits that I want to put together, but they're on back order and I can't find them. You know, even David asked me, you know, you ain't, you ain't got no little Legos in here playing with? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I ain't got none. <laughs> That's just pretty predictable. Friend. So um, for my saga. Uh-oh. Report. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and scene. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next well, apartment. <laughs> all right. So my saga, I gave you part of it with my, my Twitch. Um. I have also increased in subs and I went on a bit of a spree. 
I believe that if you are part of a community, especially on Clubhouse, I'm part of BTC, which is the Black Quit Black Twitch Collective, and Black Twitch streamers, male and female, we're out there doing our thing. So if I see you on Twitch, then I'm going to reward you. Now you can you can do you can sub to their twit their their uh, their their channel, or you can do gifting. You can actually gift a certain number so that way people who aren't part of their stream and who haven't subscribed they'll be gifted with subs so last week i went on and i found three of my fellow collective members and i gifted them 25 dollars worth of which is five subs in each of theirs uh mind you i wasn't expecting anything in return because it was always someone did it for me i'm gonna pay it forward every time i'm going to pay it forward and i go for the smaller ones the ones that are putting in the work who are engaging with their audience so that I think that day I went back and I checked out how many how many people were following me. I only had about maybe 95 people following me before I checked it. I went on back and as Joker went up to 123. I said, where did all these people come from? And I looked and I started seeing the names of the people that I gifted and people that were following them. I said, wow. Wow. And and that's awesome. And it's like well, we oh. it it was. It, it is. I get emotional when people do stuff like that for me. Cause Angie will tell you, I'll do stuff for people in a heartbeat. I don't even think twice about it. And it's like done. Okay. I'll do it. But doing it for me, it means something when people do it for me and I don't know how to react half the time. So, <laughs> but that Twitch has been an interesting journey. I'm learning something new every day, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's my interface or connecting with people and, and Angie will tell you, we have discussions when I'm playing. It's, it's not one of those, so how's your day? How's it going? No, if someone comes in and they have an issue or a question or they want to talk about something, everybody contributes and everybody comes together like a community, like Angie mm-hmm. says, like a village. So I like right. to think that, you know, you're, you're in the, you're in the, uh, you're in Twitch town. You're in the, <laughs> you're, you're, in the <laughs> you're in the small Pueblo of road catnip and I'm the mayor and, you know, everything is gig, you know, everything's fun and you're going to, but when you have an issue and you have nowhere else to go, bring it out. And mm-hmm. I had a young lady from, I think she's from Norway, young lady, member LGBTQ community. And she was talking about how she wanted to talk to her girlfriend and get her prepared for her, her family because her family's given issues about being uh, being a lesbian and I said sit down talk with her let her know what to expect don't surprise her with anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let her know give her the opportunity to process it on her own with your love and your understanding that way when you do she knows she's not alone she doesn't feel alone and you've got your partner right there and mm-hmm. everybody start contributing to the conversation I just started smiling and it just it was wonderful so yeah, Twitch has definitely been a blessing. IG, that piece of shit. Insta fucking Facegram. Insta fucking Facegram. So you guys know I do the blur cone combo. So I had two on Tuesday. I had one at seven and had one at 9.30. The seven o'clock one got on. Everybody was in the conversation. It was great. We were talking about everything, anime and gaming and stuff like that. And exactly eight o'clock, Instagram comes through and says, you violated our community policy. So we're going to shut you down. And, you know, you have to re-log in and everything else. So a whole hour of this conversation, gone, completely gone, cannot recover for nothing. 
I only got 30 minutes. I said, you get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? And she sent me a screenshot. I said, not able to get back yet. I said, oh, you piece of shit. Really? I don't go on Facebook. Facebook is the devil as far as I'm concerned. That's just what me. happened when somebody <laughs> doing a watch party. And no, on Insta- it was just that there was nothing going on. Nothing was ever explained. It just said there was a violation of community policy, blah, blah, blah. So we're closing it down and they shut it down before I had a chance to do anything in the middle of the live. They shut it down. So I had to log back in, change the password and everything else. I said, wow, really? Then come to find out there are other black Instagram uh, account holders who had to go through the same thing on their lives. So why that night? Nothing was nothing. <laughs> nothing insulting was I said. We weren't being racist. We weren't being any of that. But you're going to turn me up. Okay, Dexter, we got you. All right, no problem. So Insta fucking trash Facebook. So that's all I got to say about that. That was my saga. I'm in and out on a shitty point. Okay. (laughs) Fuckers. Anyway, um, so now we're going to go on to the blur vision. And we um, WandaVision. I, I actually had a chance to catch up on the synopsis of it. And... I like where it's going, but man, there was some reveals that kind of made me go, ooh, the comic book shivers. <laughs> so you watch it? Not so quiet, Storm. Say again. Do you watch WandaVision? No, I haven't seen it, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> I will I will say this. If you watch it, you're actually going to like it. Because mm-hmm. you, you seem like a very cerebral lady, so I already know. And Angie and I are getting a kick out of it. I mean, what I'm watching and what I'm reading, I'm like, dude. I didn't like, like it at first. I, them first two episodes, I heard it was awesome. good. And, and, and you know, Angie, you said you said it, you hit the nail on the head too, because people have said it starts out slow. Mm-hmm. But are you expected to? And I was like, wait a minute, are you expecting to come out the gates that quick? It's not Lovecraft country. <laughs> come on now. Yeah. Lovecraft Country was a slow one for me too. It, yeah, it I watched me. Lovecraft Country and it did start off a little. It took me a couple of watching it before it, I finally was through. like, okay, Episode yeah. Yeah, but when yeah. it started picking up momentum, oh, bitch. Oh, it, yeah. it, 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 it kept rolling. It kept rolling. Yeah. So what are the reveals that you are shocked about? Um, Spoilers, you guys, if you haven't yes, watched we, it. The fact that Agnes revealed herself as Agatha Harkness in Marvel. Yes, because like Agnes seems to pop up at the strangest of times. The strangest of times. I had already (laughs) I already thought she had something to do with the fucking dog dying. Yes. And (laughs) you know, she's always there and nothing phases her. You know, like okay, the the regular townspeople. What's going on doesn't phase them either, but they don't comment on it. They're not aware unless yeah. vision brings them out of the trance. Right. Whereas Agnes always, she was aware of mm-hmm. what was going on, mm-hmm. what was happening. Mm-hmm. She was conscious mm-hmm. without, you know, being taken out of, you know, like the trance. And I want to say for me, remember, well, you probably didn't see it. When, come on, come on. When Vision, when Vision tries to break out of the hex. Yes. And he almost uh, disintegrated. 
Halloween night and he was in the people on the outskirts of town were like just barely moving or whatever. Yeah. And like Agnes was, was there. Agnes was there. But she was able to talk to him. Nobody else could talk to him until he bought them out of the trance. But somehow she was able to. She was able to. I'm like, something up with this bitch. <laughs> she, she always, you know, she volunteered to take the kids. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like real convenient. You're not even, first of all, you're not even trying to find vision. Mm-mm. He ain't been, your man ain't came home last night. The kids is like, mom, where's daddy? And you're in this bitch is like, if he don't want to come home, then I can't make him come home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and she's like, I'm gonna have me a little staycation. Okay. Yeah. And she and then here come she, Agnes. Well, I'm gonna take the kids. When she did that the first time, <laughs> she face. did it the first time. I was like, wait. Because when they were trying to get the when they were and hit me when they were trying to get the babies to stop crying. And she come out of nowhere. I was like, how did you know they were having issues? With the babies. I know they're trying to do this in a sitcom and uh, setting. Why is it not surprised that she was, her belly was flat as a board yesterday and she didn't been whole pregnant and then had fucking twins the next day. She literally, and the kids literally grew from five to 10 years old and she was right in around. In front of her. <laughs> I'm like, what is wrong with you? you know, when you get to that point where you want to say nigga. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck wrong with you. Where you come from? <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? You ain't built right. What the shit? Oh my gosh. And I told you with Pietro, I'm like, Wanda did not bring him back. No. Nope. She opened the door. She was shocked as shit to be like, <laughs> what the fuck is you doing here? And she looks at and I didn't do it. I had nothing to do with this. Well, if you had nothing to do with it, why you horror movies? Oh my god. Instead of running out the back door, because you know the villain knocking on the front, you open the front door to run out because the car is out there. No, bitch, your freedom is out the back door. What What we have here is a failure to communicate. (laughs) It was a great episode. Um, Episode seven is what I'm talking about. Um, Episode eight comes out tomorrow. Yes. One other thing I want to talk about. Let's. Oh, let me let me talk about Miss Monica Rambo. Hold on, y'all gonna have me watching WandaVision at work tomorrow. You need to. I'm. I'm gonna tell you the one. Yeah, I'm productive. <laughs> I'll be sitting there looking at. If there is isn't... Jokes are only about thirty to thirty-five minutes long. Yeah, they're oh. not long. Really? Not That's long. it. If there is one person oh, yeah. out of this whole thing, I want to punch in the fucking face. Is Hayward? Oh. The director. <laughs> are you serious? He hacked a computer to track Vision's uh vibranium trail. Why are we work? Why? Why? Instead of trying to figure out what the hell is going on, why are you trying to track his signature? Because you want those pieces back so you can continue whatever research y'all are doing. He wants him, he's trying to revive him to make a weapon. Exactly. So that's his only focus. He's not worried about the people. He's not but worried the thing about anything. about it is he doesn't. He hasn't figured out how to reanimate him yet. And as you can, well, we all know who's you know completed the episodes that. Once he leaves the hex, 
he goes he, back to his unanimated his original state. state. Yeah, he goes back to his dead state. Yeah. yeah. So he he has it figured out, and he 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 needs Wanda. <laughs> you know, I wish Wanda would open her eyes. Hopefully, her eyes are open mm. to Agatha Agnes now, and she'll team up with Monica. And her newfound powers. I can't wait to see what type of powers Monica got. Same here. Same here. Because you can start seeing her powers form because when she went right back into the hex, her vision was extremely heightened. I said, well, her little sister had told her. She was like, you can't. The hex, the barrier is altering your genetic makeup. It's altering your makeup. So if you go back through, you might not make it. Well, I believe she's going to explain how she got her powers (laughs) somehow. They're going to prove her wrong. Because you know fucking Air black Force woman? won't let her go up in the space. <laughs> she got you, grounded, so. You can't be great in the Space Force, no. But the original, Mon- the original um, Monica Rambo didn't get her power. She was just walking on Earth. And- yeah. No. I like what they're doing with this. I like the progression yeah. of, Monica, of Monica Rambo in this. I like how they're letting her stay a strong Black character. I okay. like that. They're not trying to neuter her. They're not trying to nerf her. Mhm. Me too. But I love it. I'm 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 down I for it. I can't wait to see where it goes. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. But episode eight comes out as of this recording, February twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Episode eight comes out tomorrow. Yep, February twenty sixth. It actually comes out three a.m. Eastern. Uh, we're back on Standard Time, Eastern Standard Time. Ah. Released at midnight of Pacific Standard Time. So. See, that's balls. You know Give it a look. See. <laughs> that's balls you're in the east coast you gotta wait till 3 a.m <laughs> fucking shit okay um black lightning has been freaking phenomenal i like now if you're not watching black lightning i like how they are using this last season to talk about the how everyone's dealing with the trauma from the previous season when it was a war in free uh, freeman and everybody's dealing with it at this point the main character has not donned the black lightning uniform at all. He refuses to. He lost his best friend. His daughters, Thunder and Lightning, are doing all the superhero work. His wife, Lynn, is still trying to perfect this serum. It's it's crazy. It's really crazy. I'm just sad that this is going to be the last season. I, I'm Yeah, why are they taking it off? Various reasons. And unfortunately, there are a couple of them that I'm not privy to, but I think the Achilles... They say they want to move on to something. That, that's what I'm hearing. But they're going to do a spinoff. They want to move on or the network. The network, probably. But you still um, got you got season eight of Flash Gary come out. Season six of Legends of Tomorrow. The only show that's going to be worth watching is Batwoman because you got Jaleesa on it. I want to see Jaleesa do her damn thing. I still but, haven't watched it. I, I, I've watched a couple episodes. I like what they've done with her. I like what they're doing with her. And I'm really hyped for it. And I'm so hyped for uh, Milestone's return. <sighs> oh my gosh. Like tomorrow too as well, right? Huh? Like tomorrow? Yep. Milestone Return Zero is released in digital form tomorrow. So, hey. but I, and I was telling Angie in that last episode, we both watched DC Fandom. We didn't know that they released Milestone Return Zero in digital form at all. And I was like, how did I miss this? Yeah. How did we miss this? What the hell? What the hell? I watched that. 
We just, I just continue watching stuff. So I'm gonna that, have to move my cup so I can quit crunching this fucking ice. I know y'all are tired. Girl, girl, like girl, three, girl, four episodes. Go ahead and crunch that fucking ice. Go ahead. I'm chewing that. That's your comfort. That's all good. All right. So we are going to move on into our topic with our special guest, Miss Not So Quiet, Quiet Storm. I can't wait. I can't wait for this discussion. Mm. <laughs> and it's definitely relevant to the Blur community. So yeah, we are going to dig deep. So we'll let you get started. So where I came up with this passion versus purpose mm-hmm. is it's everywhere about people trying to live in their purpose and walk in their purpose. So is your passion your purpose or is your purpose your passion? Hmm. And do they both coincide or are they separate? I don't know. And then do you have to have one purpose or one passion or do they change throughout the course of your life as your life goes, as you go through things? Does your passion stay the same? Does it change? Does your purpose change? I personally, I feel like your purpose changes, mm. but your passion may or may not. I don't really know. Does your passion change with your purpose? That's an interesting. That's actually an interesting question. I think um, that my passion fuels my purpose. Mm. How? Explain. Because my passion what I've always the I've only wanted really one job since I was a little girl <laughs> and that's to be a mom and in my process of you know I spent 20 years basically being a superhero well not really a superhero because I had to my career was very demanding you know And so I felt like I made a lot of missteps with my first three kids. Mm. And so now I don't want to, I want Sydney to have that mom that I always wanted to be that I would, that I was in pockets of time, depending on what duty station I was at and what particular job, you know, I had. And so I knew Especially when I had a kid at 41. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I want to be home every day. I want to drive her to school. I want to pick her up. I want to, you know, I want to be the chaperone on trips. Then, you know what I'm saying? And I, mm-hmm. I want to do that. And so I, were and... they? Go ahead. No, go ahead. So were they missteps or were they forced steps? Like you didn't miss steps. Hmm. Were they four steps? Your they steps were, had to be where they guided a certain way because of my job. Yeah. The way life was set up at that time. Yeah. I feel like I feel a little bit of both because I feel like there were moments in time where I was career forward and I had to be reminded, um, especially when you are working hard towards something and you put everything in it and you don't get it. And then that's when you see, man, you know, I sacrificed all of this, you know, and I still, I was right there, right there. And then you fall flat right before the finish line. 
And, you know, and then someone had to tell me like maybe two years right before I got to my last duty station, I already knew that sitting was on the way and I hadn't told anybody yet because I was at an expeditionary unit. <laughs> oh boy. And, you know, basically this person told me, he was like, look, it's okay. Cause you know what? You need to take care of yourself and you need to take care of your family because if you die tomorrow, the Navy is still going to exist, but your family won't have you. Facts. But you need to put your family, even, you know, even you, so you were the first person mm-hmm. to tell me that, hey, it's, you know, it's okay. You got, you're going to be a great sailor or you're going to be a great mom. But in our world, the two don't exist and you got to choose a path. Which one is more important to you? You know? And I feel like a lot of times I let other people view me away from my passion, which were, you know, it's, it's, like, it's my kids. You know what I mean? Everything I do, I, I do because of them. Even this podcast, I want this podcast to blow up, you know, <laughs> so I ain't got to spend five hours on the phone every fucking day <laughs> listening to the old ladies talk about where's my expensive table fucking go back to playing video games and baking banana bread while i'm fucking sitting on my couch playing video games waiting for right mm-hmm. or you could be playing banana bread and making video games so either way it would work out yeah so that's my story that's my that's my passion versus purpose you know i think with me my passion helped me to find my purpose because one of my biggest passions has always been comics. They have, they were my safe haven and my safe space for years. And to be able to get into comics and then still be able to do it all this time, it allowed me to find where I am most comfortable, which Mm -hmm. is me, which means being around people, uh, like-minded people and, if nothing else, creating a safe space for them because we share the same passion. Mm-hmm. If you find like-minded people and you can share that same space, you never know how much of an outreach you can create with that. And I, I learned that over time with the travel that I've done and the people that I've met and that becomes common ground. And the next thing I know, you find out that you all share the same different, same different passions, but to be able to direct that because sometimes you can have a passion, but not necessarily have a purpose behind it. It's like, okay, you love this, but why, what are you doing with it? Oh, I just love it. Okay. So that's your passion. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you say, well, I like cosplay. Okay. So what are you doing with it? Well, I'm creating costumes. I am going to conventions. I'm talking to other cosplayers. I'm uh, helping to guide up and coming cosplayers and that's where the shift can go. So for me, comics actually led me into my other passions, which allow me to have a purpose, which is to participate in outreach in the Blur community and help create a safe space in the Blur community because there was never one there before. And Angie mm-hmm. and I talked about this before. There was never a safe space for us. We were just, we were out there. If you could find yourself a group of people, that was great, but there was nothing larger. There was nothing supportive and massive where if Mm -hmm. somebody who's been in their home or maybe been in an abusive situation and they want to get away and they want to go to a convention for the first time 
that should be a place where they find safety, they find solace, they find connection, mm-hmm. they find friendship. And if I could be one of those people that they can meet and go, he's amazing. I could talk to him. He helped, he allowed me to help meet these people. Then my passion becomes my purpose. But I had to think about that first. And I had to go through certain things in order to even turn that passion into a purpose. Yeah. All right. You know, but some people have a purpose, but they're not feeling it. They're not feeling it at all. They, they, they're like, okay, my, my goal is my purpose is to be a doctor. Okay. Do you want, why do you want to become a doctor? Because it's something that I have to do. Well, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. You don't have to do that. Why are you doing that? What is driving you to be this? And you find out that their purpose doesn't have any passion behind it. It's just an almost an autonomic response based mm-hmm. on someone who's extrapolated that idea in their head. They planted that seed. Right. And maybe they come from a family. I've known, I have friends of mine who of the Asian American uh, community who are physicians. Mm-hmm. And I asked one, I said, <clears throat> I said, why did you become a doctor? Well, that's what my mother and father wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. They so no passion behind none, none. <laughs> it was, it was driven by someone else's passion and that's yeah, not what they right. wanted to do. And I find out that he wanted to be a musician, but they wouldn't let him. They mm-hmm. beat it out of him. So this is what you're going to do because now it's about status. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's my, that is great. Status drives a lot of people's purpose oh, because they need that status. You got shopping for that yep. clout. Oh my gosh. And we're dealing yeah. with, oh my gosh, we're dealing with that every day, every day. Yeah. I remember thinking that status was important because of how I grew up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. You know, I didn't have much. It wasn't that my parents couldn't afford it. It's just that, you know, <laughs> I got mommy issues, y'all. We didn't have much. <laughs> um, you know, my little sister and I. So it became my passion from that to mm. always make sure that my kids had mm. if I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. that was that was my passion. And I thought that was important, you know, to have status and to have things. And when I think back at the amount of money that I paid for things. Mm, come on, girl. Come on. I know where you're going with this. Come you on. Know, that I was passionate. That at the time I was passionate about and I was busting my ass to get this shit. <laughs> yep. You know, we, I'm going to talk about one um, particular handbag that I paid quite a bit of money for and I tossed that shit around like I got it from the swap meet. <laughs> right. People are surprised that it's right. not authentic. Right. You know, it, it sat on my couch for like three weeks. Wow. You got like them swap meet bags though. <laughs> I came to my house yeah. and, and it was on the floor and they picked it up because they thought it was like a swap meet bag. It's like, oh shit, this is authentic and you got this shit on the floor. Oh, it's just a bag. You know, mm. when I had my yep. surgery mm. when I from the Navy, so I no longer had that security of, I know I'm going to be able to pay my bills on the 1st and 15th. I had yeah. to have oh, surgery, yeah. so I couldn't work. And although I had short-term disability insurance, since I was new to the company and had just barely, when I say 
just barely slid into the time frame to qualify. The company was giving me a hard time and I had to readjust. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to readjust. And that's when I took a long look at what I was, you know, my purpose, my purpose of having this status and these things. Mm-hmm. And I had to readjust. And all, and all of a sudden that shit wasn't important. You know, my daughter took off work to come and help right. take, take care of me. That was important. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I began to see things a little differently. And I'm like, girl, you could do just fine. You will do just fine with what you have. You can stay home. And then my, my, then my drive, my passion shifted from things back to my family. Mm-hmm. You know, it really touched me when my son said, I'm so glad that when I get home from school every day, you're home. <laughs> that's awesome. And that's, you and, know, and, and it, yeah. that shit hit a different way. Yeah. You know, like think about it. It hit different. It, it hits a different way when they tell you about it. And then that's when you, so that's a way that I believe that our passions can change. But I think our purpose always remains the same. And some of us are misguided about mm. what our purpose. We can put a lot of time in, into somebody else's purpose for us. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So you say the passion, the passion stays the same, but the purpose, the purpose stays the same, but the passion changes. Mm-hmm. But the passion changes. Your passion, I feel like, will always guide you back. To your original purpose to whatever purpose mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. yeah and I, I agree with that because you touched when you said status that made me think how many times have people put this in their minds that they have to be on a certain level and mm-hmm. they have to be perceived a certain way so in order to have that perception apply to them they have to go this route whatever they were feeling before whatever passion they may have had or even purpose that they were that they really were passionate about they mm-hmm. put that to the side just so that they can pursue this 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 path to be seen in a mm-hmm. certain light to be mm-hmm. seen and perceived a certain way right and that is where a lot of amazing ideas and and creativity ends up getting thrown away mm-hmm. because we see these good people who wanted to do this at one point or do this at one point but because of somebody something some event that is no longer even considered this mm-hmm. is now what they're doing and they're fiery about it and then they sit in maybe they sit in their empty apartment because they don't have any friends they don't have any family that will come and check on them or anything like that they're they're living in an apartment with no furniture and that's where they reside and sit there and ask themselves the question why am I not doing this? Why am I doing this? And then you, you just start questioning yourself. And for, like you said, a lot of people, their passion will return because they have enough, they gather the confidence or just, just fed up. It's like, why mm-hmm. the fuck am I doing this for you? I'm need to do this for me because yeah. at the end of the day, right. I came in by myself. So this road is going to be solo, whether you walk with me or not. My life got so much better when I started doing things for myself. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of people didn't understand it oh at God, first. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. And then, and that's the thing that I'm glad you said that, that you're doing it for yourself, doing things for yourself. Because when you're walking in your passion and your purpose, it's not something that's selfish. Because realistically, <laughs> you walking in your passion and your purpose, it's about you and your kids. It's about your family. It's not just about you. Correct. It's bigger than that. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely not something that's selfish at all. So a lot of people, they do think that when I start doing it for me, that they're, that's being selfish and then they stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's nothing, and absolutely nothing wrong with being selfish because if you're not okay, everybody around you is not going to be okay. True. Mm-hmm. Because you're not okay. True. Right. And especially if you have someone connected to you. Know, you know, and I even think, like with the whole, like Montel was saying that podcast, he created the podcast, you know, to create a safe space. I'm sure how many times have you heard, you know, coming up a boy, a man likes these comic books, mm-hmm. a boy, a grown man is watching comics and playing video games and it gets downplayed so much when realistically look at the world now, look where it was evolving from way back then mm-hmm. when I would watch my brothers look at comic books and draw in them and read them and everything. So look from way back then as a little boy laying on the floor, reading the comic books and reading out of the newspaper, the comics and stuff to now where he's not having to just sit in his room and read them on the floor and then go out and play with his friends and act like, no, I never looked at comics before. Now he's able to do it as a grown man and be just fine with it mm-hmm. where it should have been just mm-hmm. fine even back then mm-hmm. from the from the beginning yeah and 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 from somebody that's definitely been a part of that before i can honestly say it it really when you said that it just made me just remember and it and it hit me in a spot because i was always told that reading comics is is dirt nerdy and back then nerd was not a good word if they called you a nerd or a dork yeah that was not a badge of honor so mm-hmm. my and i had this from right. my family i had my uncles doing this i had other uh, cousins doing that kids in the neighborhood they would see me reading a comic and they called me everything in the world i was getting bullied and everything else and for the longest time i thought there was something wrong with me until my mom sat down and said montel do you like your comic books i said yes ma'am and you don't let anybody change your mind on what you like because that is who you are mm-hmm. if they have a problem with it they have a problem with me mind you my mom can't fight all my battles but she made me realize that this was a passion of mine. And mm-hmm. anytime I'm on this camera or I'm behind a microphone and they look in the background, what you see is what I love. And this is what's helped me. And I, as a father, we could take it as being a parent as well as, as a father, just mm-hmm. like, you know, Angie, as a mom, mm-hmm. you want your kids to always love what they genuinely love. My daughter, Christian, started out, she wanted to be a writer. She said, daddy, I want to be a writer. I said, baby, then you do that. You do that. And she started writing. And, you know, her mom, unfortunately, caused her to go off of that path. But we talked last year. And she says, you know, dad, I miss writing. I said, so what's stopping you now? Mm-hmm. What stopped you before? She said, I don't know, mom. I said, you're, you're grown. You're grown now. <laughs> and that passion has been in right. you. You've had the desire right. to write. She says, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, then you do not let anybody 
take away what you love. I said, if that was the case, do you think your dad would have all these comic books in his house, posters on his wall? She said, no. I said, what did y'all see me with when y'all, when we were, when y'all were little? She said, well, you either had your books, you were playing video games. I said, exactly. And what were y'all doing? We were with you. That yeah. shows you that what you love should not, right. should not stop you from parenting. Right. Correct. Because mm-hmm. you're bringing geniuses into the world. The question as a parent is, are you going to help nurture that passion for whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to just beat it out of them right. so you can put in what you want and live through them vicariously? Yeah. My passion yeah. has spread. Like this podcast, you know, people... <laughs> why do you do this podcast because i love it i love it before <laughs> i never i didn't have people to talk about this stuff with and now i can talk to anyone except for the oldest because you know she don't live here but she's <laughs> been exposed to get on the phone she'll be scratching her head like what the fuck is y'all talking about but <laughs> I, can have, I can have a conversation about superheroes with sydney and she for she's already made up a whole a whole superhero universe. She stands for Hulk. <laughs> yes, sit down. She does. Mm-mm. His name is Honk. Is Honk? Get it right. <laughs> my bad. My fault. I, I mispronounced the name. My fault. Sorry. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and I said it before. You know, a couple of episodes back, video game playing video games has mm-hmm. opened up an avenue for me and my son to have. Mm-hmm. A, a brand new connection. So mm-hmm. again, my passions have are always leading me right back, you know, to my purpose of I don't even want to say being a good, a better, but just being a mom, mm-hmm. which is what I've always wanted, you know. And and sometimes. Sometimes, and I learned this over my life, over a few years, I've been going to cons for 15 years, 15, 20 years. And I've always seen people in cosplay and I've always wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And that was something, once I saw it, that was a passion that started to grow within me because I wanted to create that costume and want to be a part of that. And I didn't do it until years later, excuse me, when a friend of mine, I talked to him about it. He was cosplaying for 10 years before he even met me. And I told him, I said, I've always wanted to cosplay. He says, well, I got a costume I'm not wearing anymore. You want it? I said, yeah, what is it? And it went from there. Not only did it go from there, it's something I'm, I'm, Angie will tell you, I'm fiery about it. When I put on a costume, (laughs) bruh, there is, it's a whole new world. And you, I've met some of the most dynamic people that passion can create community. Mm -hmm. And that's what's missing. But some passions you don't know about until you're exposed to them. Correct. So, and it becomes a purpose. You can become a spokesperson. You can be a mentor. You can be a teacher. Of course, you can be an asshole too, but that's beside the point. But that also, (laughs) but also leads to how some people take that passion (laughs) and they become greedy and they become cold and they're only worried about status and 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 chasing clout and how they're how they look in the public eye and then you start wondering what is your then what is your purpose that is a question genuinely what is your purpose this is you made this your passion that's fine but what is your purpose purpose? 
in the grand scheme, who, with this, yeah. right? Who see, it, that's I, objective, a subjective. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, somebody else may feel like um, my what I feel is my purpose is mm-hmm. not my purpose. You know? Yeah. But I feel, but it's whatever makes you happy. Facts. Facts. I just, honestly, I just want to live a stress-free life. (laughs) You know, I'm ready to get this last one up out of my house. So I can, (laughs) you know, hang out. (laughs) And drink and parlay with my girlfriend. You know, all of them going to be doing that shit. And I'm going to still be like, I got to go back because the first day of school. (laughs) (laughs) Bless your heart. I got, wow. Angel turns 13 this year. That means I have five more years to enjoy her being a child. And then she starts transitioning over to being a young woman. And that's a totally different facet. I've got one daughter getting married in in October. It's going to come that time. Oh, wow. Congrats. Thank you. And, and that makes me think of too, because my little girl, I love all of my kids. My first three are grown. I have a 12 year old turning 13 and her passions for things have been nurtured by her mom and me. Her mother's as big a nerd as I am. Right. But she continues <laughs> to keep her on this path and say, you love what you love, but remember you have to take care of yourself and you have your responsibilities. And then she helps nurture that passion. And I'm telling you, she's growing. It's amazing. I talked to her on the phone. I'm like, wow, my baby is a genius and she can carry on a conversation. She's lousy at Yu-Gi-Oh, but you know, she doesn't care. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Because it's fun. It is. And just about it. seeing that, just seeing that heart, that genuine love for something mm-hmm. and you continue to, to embark on that journey that's where true passion comes from. And then most times mm-hmm. that true passion becomes a purpose and it becomes a goal. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. That's what you want to nurture. That's mm-hmm. what you want. to. And Like my dream interpreter. <laughs> it was like, really? A dream interpreter? <laughs> <laughs> and now she does intuitive readings. So that's awesome. You know, your passion, your, our passions, are not too far away Mm-mm. or parallel sometimes mm-hmm. with our purpose. With what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our purpose is and we just, and so we just, I don't, yeah. Yep. My passion has always been people. So, and it has never really veered from that. It always brought me back. If one group of people were gone, then there was always another group that Mm. came along that drew me to them or that and you know I don't I I definitely draw strong black women Mm. and I always want them to know that you know you may be strong you go through just like the rest of us and a lot of times the strong women they get overlooked when it comes to emotions they think they don't have any feelings people treat them like they have no feelings or they treat you like oh well, she's good. So no one checks on you because they think you're good. She's strong. She's good. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. You have to check on her the same way you check on that the other one that's sitting over there sniveling. Yeah. 
who mm-hmm. has the potential to be just as strong as the other one that you don't see standing over there crying. Even though she's not crying in your face, she's crying in her pillow somewhere, mm-hmm. you know? So my passion has just always been to continue to always be able to uplift women and let them know, you're, I see you yeah, and I'm here for you. And we should be able to do wellness checks from people. You know, we don't. Have this people. woman is good. I could put on. I could put on my best fucking poker face, <laughs> and be having a good old day, and be moving like everything is dandy. And she would come and sit in my office and be like, "It's okay." I feel like blah blah blah, and you're feeling blah blah blah, and I'll be and just break down. Mm-hmm. You know. Because even though I had this tough exterior on, you know, like she was saying, she was able to see right through that malarkey and like, whoa, chick. (laughs) (laughs) And And I think that's why, you know, a lot of times when people would work for you, had no problems coming and telling you about anything good and bad. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, there was lots of times I'd be like, Ooh, I, I didn't think I wasn't ready for that. But, All right, we're here. Let's do this. <laughs> la, 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 la. Not ready. Here, now we got it. All right. <laughs> but definitely, I think what I would want to want all of your listeners to know after, you know, listening to the podcast and the topic of the day was passion versus purpose mm-hmm. was the, is that, you know, pay attention to the things that you're naturally drawn to. They're often, you know, gonna be, gonna connect you to your path, your purpose and your passion in life. And just have the courage to follow. And in our communities, whether you are an anime fan, comic book fan, sci-fi, fantasy, cosplayer, gamer, whatever, Mm -hmm. you follow your passion if you want to make it your purpose, by all means, make it your purpose, but also understand that you shouldn't restrict yourself in that purpose because you don't know where path is going to put you on. You don't know who you're going to encounter. Like I say, we're all superheroes. You might be the one to save someone's life because they see you living your best life, loving what you love. And that's the doorway. We all can save a life, but some people don't realize they have that power. They don't they don't realize that they they can make a difference. Because if you'd asked right. me five years ago, I'd be sitting around somewhere every week talking about fucking Star Wars and video games. I was like, you fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you lost your damn mind. Yeah, and she'd have probably said it just like that, too. It's like, you know, you don't like Star Wars. You got your fucking mind. And look at me now. Crazy. <laughs> I didn't know you knew so much. Yep, do a and cool so mode. I started this. I, I never, you know, just all of that thing, all of the things that I was considering like useless facts. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Passions, me for me watching the same movies over and over. Mm-hmm. Watch these movies over mm-hmm. and over and over. You know, and never get tired and never, and get, never tired. get tired. And sit down and have conversations with people about fan theories and stuff. Ooh, child. Let's I'm not going to lie. I tell you what, Queen, I, you know what excites me when it comes, since, since Angie and I have become friends, just gotten along really well, is when she gets excited uh-huh. about stuff and you see the genuine light in her eyes. <laughs> it just glows, especially if it's Star Wars. 
I would sit there and go, bitch, tell me what you know. Let's go. And she, Game of Thrones. And she will go in. <laughs> Especially Game of yes. Thrones. I already knew. I said, if I have a question, I'm not going to ask anybody outside. I'd be like, yo, Ange, I got a question about this character. Is that by the show or the book? Oh, fuck. I'm not ready. For oh, this. yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and she will do it, though. And I, and I said, that mm. is that passion. That's that genuine passion that mm-hmm. you we gonna are we gonna talk about canon or are we gonna talk about hollywood right and you see right. that and i get excited when i see that from her mm-hmm. and from anybody especially if i know this what they genuinely love and i'm interested oh stand by stand by my heart when huh? my friends started like watching <laughs> <laughs> listening to me talking shit and I'm like oh my heart is full (laughs) yes when she started that Game of Thrones she would talk about Game of Thrones I was like wow yeah I gotta watch this and doesn't become infectious (laughs) when someone isn't infectious when someone talks about it and they're just fired up about it you're like well I gotta watch Mm -hmm. this now let me see what you all excited about and that just grows and it it just jumps from person to person (laughs) to person I'm like Okay. All right, we're fucking with this. Yeah. Even with books. Remember, we had a little mini book club we had started. Yeah. Um, on our on my very first deployment. And we oh, were just wow. like, yep. Swap books. And or somebody would see me with a particular book and it's like, hey, what's that book about? I'm like, you know, you can get it when I'm done. So <laughs> yes, all, it takes, all it takes is just a little bit, and then you find out that you have so much in common. Yes. All right. The connections you make. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. We haven't had a little, little, I'm telling you, you never know. You never know Mm -hmm. a book until you crack the cover. Mm -hmm. You know, I would Mm -hmm. have the the little kids um, meth pranking and stuff come and ask me, hey, you know, uh, I saw you had uh, this book the other day and uh, Hmm. what's that book about? (laughs) (laughs) What I want, I can let you read. If you let me read that one, absolutely. Let's Mm -hmm. go. Yeah. The book oh exchange my. is going down on the ship. Yes. I remember yes. My, my last year on uh, before I retired on the on the Tarawa. Um, I had a friend of mine. He I just got to San Diego, didn't know anything about San Diego because as soon as I got there the first time, they just threw me to Hawaii and they said, We need you over there. So I was over there for about a year and I came back and we got to talking games and he said, well, I played this, this. I said, well, I played that too. He said, really? I said, yeah. So he said, well, it's made up on the Mestrex and play. So we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. So we took our stuff on the Mestrex. Mind you, I'm broke as a joke. I'm using whatever cards I can find. You know, <laughs> I have people taking money out of my pocket all the dang on time, but we started playing. <laughs> then you started seeing Bosomates, ETs. Chiefs, officers coming to the table watching us play. It felt like they were watching the Super Bowl because I would he would be have me on the ropes. I have him on the ropes, like, dude, can't believe. Oh my God. And it just and it grew. It's like, where did y'all come from? We were by ourselves a second ago. Where did you come from? And then it's like it clicked. There are people who just want someone to open the door. Mm-hmm. that's all just open yes. the door and mm-hmm. welcome them in and they can be themselves and they can enjoy it without judgment and without criticism mm-hmm. correct yep. bottom line that's why i'm weird now and i love it yep. <laughs> <laughs> i am a weirdo i, I ain't gonna deny that 
I would any, any any last thoughts? Yes. We are approaching our time. Yes, Miss Queena. You got any other thoughts since you are our amazing guest? Drop us some jewels, some pearls. Got plenty. Um, <laughs> I know you got some gems up in there because Angie, like, she got some gems. So I know you got some gems. I don't have any gems. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Do you be you? Love you. Mm-hmm. Best gym. And everything else will fall into place. It's just that simple. Oh, before we leave, tell us about your business. Yes, please. Oh, well, I put on a back burner during the COVID. So I have a travel agency, travel, um, affordable, good times. And I had put on the back burner, you know, during COVID because traveling was not happening. But I am getting ready to start back up booking travel. And I started doing that because I love to travel. I've traveled all my life. But it's just nice to have some girl trips and go places and people mm-hmm. are happy yeah. when they're traveling, you Thanks. know? Isn't so much more travel is was my thing. It's still my thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna, you know, try to venture off and have more do girl trips with a purpose. Vice is just a girl's trip just to be going to have a good time. You can have a good time, go but England. I would love to go on a girl's trip that's driven towards okay mm-hmm. even England to go look at the artifacts and stuff and the girls are interested in that what's happening in England mm-hmm. and get to know their history vice is just going just to be going just to say oh I went to, I went to England I had a great time yeah, well, mm-hmm. one day I'd like to go to England myself personally you know I just really enjoy that sort of thing but I love to cook <clears throat> and that's something me and Andy share um mm-hmm. I love to cook and she gets excited when she gets like a new item, like something she new. Does. To cook. This she does. Any little product. And like she gets this little shimmy dance going where she can cook with this new item. And I'm like, what in the world? Let's just do this though, okay? <laughs> like my anywhere, like my I love it. <laughs> yes. So you, you yes. my house, I'm going to cook, fill in the blank. Oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear oh, you see each other pictures all the time. We cook something that's good. Yes. It's, it's we love to cook and something new, make a new <laughs> dish, a new item, try a new product. We love it. We love to go to new restaurants and try the restaurant. Um, I think, I'm sure, not even I think, I'm sure when Corona slows down, and mm-hmm. we're able to get back out in the world and go to restaurants and try to, you know, the chef's dish or the specialty item on the menu and mm-hmm. give our critiques, then we'll be able to get back out there soon and do that. That's something we really enjoy doing. And yeah. I am looking forward to hopefully adding that to the podcast and stuff as well. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we love new restaurants. We love new wines. We love pairing them. We just, Everything got to do with food. It just makes you happy. Food and people. Food and people. Now, I, I know I'm not a girl. You know, it's, it's quite obvious. But I'm a willing um, test subject when y'all create something. <laughs> I have no problem trying it. You know, my, my I still have some strong constitution from the Navy. I ain't beat it out of me yet. Yeah. So I'm willing to do, I'm willing to try anything. So if y'all need a Didn't test subject. Didn't me making spaghetti tacos last <laughs> Spaghetti tacos. Yes. Spaghetti tacos. Oh my gosh. 
And now my mind is racing. I was like, okay, I wouldn't use Look. I wouldn't use spaghetti. I would use something else. Maybe mm-hmm. the zucchini, maybe the zucchini noodles, maybe and something like Mm-mm. that. I actually wanted her to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so how did that go? <laughs> did she well, it? she didn't eat the tortilla. But she ate the spaghetti. I, I made like it, a folded, that... almost like a panini. <laughs> I made like a folded. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ate the spaghetti from the inside. <laughs> she even yeah. did. And she asked for another one. Mom, can I get the spaghetti taco? And I'm like, sure. And I look at her plate and I see the tortilla. And I'm like, um, are you sure you do you want just the spaghetti? And she was like, I said, <laughs> I wanted another spaghetti taco, you know, with the taco. <laughs> like, but you didn't need it. Let's just cut out the middle <laughs> and let me just put the damn spaghetti on your plate, okay? Previously on Sydney's life, <laughs> yeah. instead, no. instead of making like an Italian red sauce, I made um like a chorizo. Ooh, oh, that must have been mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you said chorizo. I'm just like, I want to come over mm. next time. Please well, I made taco rice today, so. I used sushi rice and the meat and then fresh cilantro and you, um, that Mexican cheese. I don't know the name of it, but. You actually made, now you've given me inspiration. What am I going to have for dinner tomorrow? Rice. Yeah. <laughs> My dinner's going to have because I was hungry and I thought I was going to get a nap before we recorded, but that shit didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Not in that house. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Yeah. I didn't have no wine either. I was going to open a bottle. But what? Wait. I don't feel like getting, I didn't feel like it's a process. <laughs> That's why we said it for 930. So that way she'll have maximum time. Cause I'm usually, uh-huh. I'm usually you know, really crazy on Tuesday, Thursday nights, but you know, I was, I was like, like, I can't decide, you know, and I feel like I need some new wines. So probably won't have time this weekend. I probably won't go wine shopping next weekend. All right. Well, if you can recommend a sweet wine, a sweet red, I would be down for that. We had a pretty good sweet white um, this past weekend. I must get Canelli. It was pretty good. It was too sweet for my taste. I'm pretty sure you would have loved it. I'm going to try to get another bottle. It came in my um, in my in my quarterly wine tasting kit. Mm-hmm. A lush box. <laughs> it's not it's, it's actually called a sweet wine <laughs> it's like and dealing you know, out of mouth the babe so it's like mom if you don't like sweet wine why would you you know join a sweet wine club and i was like because mm. they had this one wine i wanted to try and i forgot to cancel the subscription That's well i tell you what if you got sweet wines you don't want them be like Montel, bring it over i'll take it Bring it over. Listen, that's alcohol abuse. I don't waste nothing. Goddamn. Anyone oh that comes to the shop, I'm going to drink won't it. Share. It's, it, it's like it's me it. or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, do give, I do give wines away as gifts. I don't give away wine that yeah. I wouldn't drink myself. Mm. And I don't like to give people cheap wine. So I gotcha. All right. Well, with that being said, we have come to the end of our another episode of the Blurred Corn Speaks podcast. Mm-hmm. Ms. Queen, thank you so much so so much for coming on you've made this one of the most interesting conversations and episodes i'm truly going to be looking listening to this again so thank you you're welcome thank you guys for having me 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, and everybody, thank you for joining <laughs> us tonight. I hope you've taken something away from this episode because I know I have. And I, I love the wisdom that we share, especially when you bring on brilliant minds like Miss Nasta Quack Quastome over there with her, <laughs> her c- cerebral assassinary skills and stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. So just don't, you I don't take know CK's opinion. Oh, facts. <laughs> oh, you know, she's going to have a voice message for us. I'm waiting yeah. for it. But I if you don't, if you don't take anything away, just remember what your purpose is and what your passion is. If they cross, that means it's meant to be. And if they don't, that's okay too. All right. Mm-hmm. But from your boy Montel, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay sexy. Please stay safe. Wear your mask properly. That means over your nose. Keep your distance. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> I had fun. You want to say goodbye there, Miss <laughs> Queena? <laughs> Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Bye-bye.